It's morning in the Hudson household, and the couple is having breakfast. What delightful subjects shall they ponder today? The weather? Work? Nope. Things of utmost importance. There's your toast, dear. Just how you like it. Anemic and buttery. It's better than burnt to a cinder. That's bad for you, you know. Says who? You know, that doctor on the telly. Always talking about some epidemic or other. Seems they'll say anything to get on there. To be fair to you, it doesn't take much to get on morning telly, does it? Nope. Watch out, Harry, you'll get crumbs everywhere. Look, all over our mail. It's fine. Look, I'm using my plate. Hmm. Anyway, I did notice our mail is just sitting there. Why don't you open them? Why don't you open them? Well, I would, but it's probably for you. Probably. Oh, no. What is it? Could you turn the radio off for a second? No problem. I don't believe it. This is the fifth time this has happened. What? The electric company have sent an estimated bill again. Yeah, so? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but we had a smart meter installed. It's been there months and hasn't worked properly since the man came to install it. I thought you didn't like technology, Helen. I don't. But at least when it works... It saves us money. How so? Well, the estimated bill is always way over what we should be paying, because somehow they assume we're a factory. Well, that does sound a bit daft, doesn't it? We don't use that much electricity, do we? No. Although, if you keep leaving your phone chargers plugged in, we may just do. I don't leave them in that long. Are you joking? I hardly go into your workshop, but I swear there's a charger that's been plugged in there since we moved here. Well, that's so I can go out there and charge quickly. You don't own that phone anymore, Harry. Oh, no, but most chargers work with each other, don't they? I use it to charge my tablet sometimes as well. But why does it need to be plugged in all the time? Well... See? You don't have an answer. That's money you're flushing away there, Harry. Mere pennies, though. It all adds up. Think of the savings. Well, you can talk. What about when your book club comes here? There are so many chargers plugged in, the lights look like a Christmas tree. Well, it's only for a couple of hours, isn't it? It all adds up, Helen. Well, actually, it doesn't make a bit of difference. It all adds up to the same thing. And what's that? An estimated bill that charges us way over the odds. Granted, they always put the difference into credit when we ring up with the meter readings. So if they do that, what's the problem? Well, it's the principle of the thing, isn't it? Oh, here we go again. No, seriously, think of the hassle it could save if they just came to fix the meter. Well, yeah, that's right. I'm with you on that. But just one thing is bugging me. What's that? Well, how come you're so clued up on this stuff? Normally you're a bit... mm, vague. Well, it's the thing you're not sure about, isn't it? And when you spend most of the day at home like I do, you get to grips with it more. Hmm. Oh well, I'll give the company a ring this afternoon and hopefully get that sorted. Um, 
Harry. Yes, dear. You're eating my toast. Oh, oh, so I am. Sorry, dear, you were just sitting there not eating. I thought you weren't hungry. Well, I'm not. So why are you bothered? Well, it's the principle of the thing, isn't it? Helen, I'm home. Are you here? Well, where did you expect me to be? I don't know. I thought you may have been at the supermarket or something. Do I normally go to the supermarket today? Well, I... You don't know, do you? You never do remember what I tell you. Well, I do, actually. (sighs) How did the call to the electric company go? Don't ask me. I don't want to talk about it. Why? What's happened? Nothing. It doesn't matter at the moment. We'll talk about it after dinner. Well, why don't we talk about it now? Because I said so, Harry. That's why. Oh, wait a minute. I see what's happened. They've refused to talk to you again, haven't they? No. They were fine this time. We changed the account holder, remember, so that I could deal with it. Oh, yeah. So what is the problem then, Helen? I know you well. I can always tell when you've had something happen. You have that look on your face. What look would that be? The look of a woman scorned. Like someone's taken your favourite toy or something. (sighs) Close but no cigar, Harry. They've taken our money, that's what they've done. Well, that is kind of what they do, isn't it? No, you don't understand. Well, put me in the picture then, Helen. Don't leave me in suspense. Well, I rang up the company. They said they were coming this afternoon. Well, that was quick service. That's what I thought. At first. So what's the problem? They obviously came. They did come, yes. Then another came, ten minutes later. Why would they need to do that? The first one came, and he seemed a bit off. Like there was something not quite right about him. I offered him a drink and he refused. I kept a watch on him, but he kept telling me to leave him alone. Well, that's not unusual. Some of them are a bit rude. It wasn't just that. He was acting strangely. He kept looking around the rooms as though he was checking on something. Why would he need to do that? He only came to fix the meter. He said it was something to do with signal or something. I didn't question it. I mean, I don't know about all that stuff. So what happened? Well, he came, he claimed to fix it, then he went. Okay, so what's the problem? I thought all was okay until ten minutes later when the other guy turns up. He didn't know anything about the first one. That's a bit weird. Yes. Then, when the second guy checked over the meter, nothing had been done. The first was a fraud. A fraud? That'd be silly, Helen. What could he achieve from pretending to be an engineer from the electric company? That's what I want to find out. Well, after the shock of finding out that a rogue electrician had conned his way into the house, Helen is determined to find out more information. We find her on the phone, waiting. This is ridiculous. I've been here 15 minutes waiting for human contact. Well, that's stupid. I'm sat right here, my love. (laughs) You know perfectly well what I mean. I've heard this music so many times I'm actually starting to like it. And that's not a good sign. Why don't you just put the phone down and try another time? 
They're obviously busy right now. Because I'm not giving up. I want to get this thing sorted. But what exactly can they do? I don't know. But there must be some kind of compensation. Helen, a fraudster, came into this house, pretended to be an electrician, and took some money from you for supposed payment for his service. It's just lucky that you were actually expecting someone, otherwise he wouldn't have got away with it. And when all is said and done, it sounds like a coincidence that could be concocted for fraudulent reasons, doesn't it? But I'd never do such a thing. Yeah, but they don't know that at the company, do they? You might be a shady character trying to get money out of them, you rapscallion you. This isn't funny, Harry. I'm not saying it is. I just think that they will think it's a scam because of coincidence. And you won't have any proof that it actually happened, will you? My purse is empty after I paid him. But they can't prove at the company there was anything there to begin with. There usually isn't. And while I think about it, most of these people do things by card these days. Nobody takes cash in hand anymore unless you're an old guy from the Dark Ages. If he had taken your card details, then we may have had a case. I'm not stupid enough to fall for that. No, but you never know. Ow! What was that for? You know perfectly well. Please continue to hold. Oh, screw it. If only you'd done that 15 minutes ago, Helen. Why? Well, we could have saved £50. Don't exaggerate, Harry. It doesn't cost that much on the phone. You're probably right there, but I'm right to be cautious. Why? Well, because with the money we lost yesterday, we need to keep an eye on our finances, don't we? (laughs) And who will be doing that? Keeping an eye on our finances? Well, you, I suppose. Exactly. I've been doing it since we were married, and I've never put a foot wrong. Until yesterday. Ow! I have told you so many times, it was not my fault. I know. A man comes to the door and matches the description of the one you're waiting for. You're bound to believe him. You would have done. Well, you're right there. You had no way of knowing. Except for his strange behaviour... All that looking around the rooms and stuff. Yes, that was a little odd. But probably something and nothing. Unless he was casing the joint. Harry, you've been watching those black and white cop shows again, haven't you? No, ma'am. Not at all. (laughs) That's good to know. I'm sure there really is nothing to worry about. You say that now, but you're shaking like a leaf. I am not. I'm fine. Just wait. I know you, Helen. What was that? Huh? Harry, did you hear that? No, dear. Go back to sleep. I can't sleep. There's something going on outside. Just your imagination, dear. Settle down and get some rest. How can I? There's something going on. It's just the neighbour's dog, Roscoe, dear. Nothing to worry about. I guess you're right. But... But what? What if he comes back? Who? You know, the fake electrician man. Well, if he does, he's hardly going to come in at this time of night, is he? What kind of electrician would do that? A man who isn't an electrician at all. Well, you've got me there. Now, Helen, please go to sleep. Harry! 
What? There's someone at the door. No, Helen. You're just imagining things. I'm not. There's someone at the door. Okay, then. Go and see who it is. I will not. I'm not decent. No, but they'll come to love you, I'm sure. Ouch! All right, all right. I'll go and see. Let me just get my slippers on and I'll go down. Oh, good evening, officer. What can I do for you? Well, Helen and Harry are in a bit of a situation at present. After answering the door in the middle of the night to a policeman, Harry was informed of a strange event. We pick up the next morning as the couple discuss events, among other things. Do you want some toast, dear? I'm not sure I can stomach it right now, I'm afraid. Maybe in a little while. Well, it was a bit of a shock, a policeman coming to the door like that. Yeah, you could say that. And we hardly got a wink of sleep last night, what with everything. I know. Well, it all started with your worrying, didn't it? What worrying? You know, all that wondering if the fake rogue, or whatever you want to call him, electrician was going to return or not. You were quite distressed about it. I was not. I haven't given it a second thought. You have. Before that policeman came, it was written all over you. Yeah, well, it didn't seem to matter much afterwards, did it? Well, no, that's true. I mean, when you called me down and we sat there waiting for him to speak, I didn't know what to think. Policemen are very good at doing that. Or so they think. What do you mean? Well, they believe that by being so blank-faced, you can't read them, so it doesn't cause any worry. The only problem is, the lack of being able to read them causes more worry than it avoids. That's true. I was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, you and me both. Then when he opened his mouth, time stood still for a moment. Yes, it did feel like that at first. A bit of an anticlimax, really, when you think about it. Anticlimax? How so? Well, when all is said and done, it was something of nothing, really, wasn't it? What do you mean? Well, normally when a policeman comes knocking in the middle of the night, it's for a murder, missing person, or at least some kind of accident, not for the return of an old rust bucket. I thought you'd be glad to get your car back that you haven't owned in seven years. (laughs) It's a reunion, certainly, but not on the happiest of terms, I can tell you. I guess not. Finding it on the side of the road like that is a bit strange. Still, at least it wasn't anything too serious. A bit of disturbed sleep, but that's okay. It's not funny. I have to work today. I know. Which car are you taking? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they could make such a mess up. I mean, seriously, I'd almost forgotten I'd ever owned it. I don't know how. It was the car you used to pick me up in. If that car could talk, eh? Yes, well, thankfully it doesn't. And hopefully we can find out who it belongs to. How will you find that out? Whoever owned it obviously never updated anything. Well, from what I remember, I sold it to a mate of mine. Robert, his name was. He used to come into the cafe sometimes. He'd been unemployed a long time or something, for some reason or other. And then suddenly he got a job interview. 
I'm not sure I've heard this story. Ah, well, he borrowed my car because his had given up and... And so he borrowed your car? Yes. Are you sure you haven't heard this story? Absolutely positive. That was just a lucky guess. Right. Well, then he went to the interview and he got the job and... Kept the car? Sort of. He told me that he needed a car as the job was a driving job that required his own transport. And... They only gave it to him because he seemed to have a car? That's right. He was starting the next day and hadn't time to get another one, so I lent him mine and I walked to work every day. It wasn't really that much of a of a, a trek for me, so eventually I just sold it to him. Funnily enough, I haven't seen him since then. Do you think he still owns the car? I doubt it. The way he went at that clutch, I'm surprised the car is still functioning, if I'm honest. And yet, there it is, large as life. Yep. And I have to admit, it's nice to see it again. As with anything, I have fond memories of it. Like the time I took it on top of that hill. Do you remember that? No. Yes, you do. It was a hot day and we had to remove our tops, you know, for fear of overheating. Nope, that wasn't me. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. Are you sure you don't want any toast? No, I better not. I've just seen the time. <laughs> I'll be late for work if I don't hurry up. Helen, I'm back. Oh, really? I wouldn't have known. Nice to see you too, dear. How was your day? Oh, the usual. Washing, cleaning, another phone call from the police. Oh, really? What did they want now? Well, following up from what they said last night. They're looking for its rightful owner now. I knew they were. That's nothing new, is it? No, but they did say that they would be collecting the car for evidence this evening. That's good. I'm not sure why they brought it here in the first place. Well, the logbook and details weren't up to date. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Still, at least the whole situation will be over soon, and it should be out of our hair, hopefully. Once that's done, that's the last we shall hear about it. <sighs> I'll get it. <sighs> We've held. Hello? Harry Hudson speaking. How may I help? Why, Robert Belfry, is that you? My, my, it has been a long time, hasn't it? Nice to hear from you. Well, Helen and Harry Hudson have had quite a week. After Harry's car was returned to him by the police, seven years after he sold it to an old friend, he sought to find the current owner. Surprise, surprise, the current owner found Harry. Is that the end of it? Not by a long chalk. We find Harry and Helen in the kitchen discussing the matter. Here we go. Nice and crunchy. Just how you like it. Thanks, Helen. I could use the energy. The last 48 hours have been rather tiring. I agree with you. Do you know, I can't believe that after seven years, Robert still owned that car. Really? Why? 
Well, it's not something you hear these days. People buy and sell cars like they're trading cards, if you remember those. Although Robert is a guy living on his own. And what difference would that make? Well, his requirements have remained the same for all that time. He didn't need anything different. It still kind of puzzles me, considering the way he he used to handle that clutch. What do you mean? He can't have been that bad. Well, I'm not surprised he's on his own. If he treats his women like parts of his car... Crunch, crunch, crunch. You're supposed to make that noise with your teeth, dear, not your voice. (laughs) Very funny. Still... It still really puzzles me how the car got here in the first place. The police brought it here? Yes, I know, but why here? Well, from what's been said to us before, your name and address were still on the logbook, so they brought it here. But surely if that was the case, that means I have still owned it legally for the last seven years. How ridiculous. Hmm. Yes. I suppose so. Fancy that. I've owned a car for the last seven years and I didn't even know it. Good job I haven't been paying the insurance or tax on it, isn't it? Or we really would be in dire straits. (laughs) Well, uh... What is it? What's what? You've got that look in your eye. Like you've got a secret that you haven't told me or something. How do you know that? Well, we've been married for several years now and living together for longer. Yes, that is true. So what is it then? Well... Oh, go on. Put me out of my misery. Well... Okay, but you're not going to like it. (laughs) I'm sure it will be fine, my love. If you're sure. I'm sure. Okay... Turn the radio down, dear. Give me a chance to compose myself. Okay. Spit it out. What is it? Well, you know you said that you're glad you haven't been paying tax or insurance on that car for the last seven years? Yes. Well, you have. What? What? Yes. We've been paying double for years, but I've only just realised in the last 24 hours. How on earth could you miss such a giant amount of money leaving our account? Well, it's very simple. You were paying double when we moved in. So when I took over the accounts, I naturally assumed you just had a high-priced bill. Yeah, but those bills are astronomical anyway. What on earth would would convince you it was a true figure? I don't know. I mean, you had a life before me. Maybe you'd been in lots of accidents in your youth or something. I didn't know. Well, you could have asked me or at least consulted me in some way. I could. But I can't talk bills with you. And why not? Because when we got together, we made an agreement that I dealt with the money. Because I understood it better. Well, that's been proven wrong today, hasn't it? Oh, has it now? Yes. 
Seven years, and I've been paying twice or whatever the amount is. No wonder Robert smiled at you when he saw you last night. And why's that? Well, you've been paying his bills for the past seven years, with my money. But... the insurance wouldn't cover him, surely? Probably not, but he's probably mellowed since I saw him. That was years ago. And why not? He's getting a free ride, so why would you risk damaging it when you're getting a free ride like that? Well, it's all a bit ridiculous. And your fault. And how do you call that? Well, if you managed your own bills, there wouldn't be this problem. Well, maybe I should do that in future. Fine. Um, Helen? Yes, Harry? Who even covers our insurance? Oh, Harry, I never know why you bother to do that in the evening. It's so noisy. It helps me think. And I need all the brain power I can get now I'm doing my own bills. OK, well, could you not do it somewhere else? It's giving me a headache. Nearly there. Now that I'm dealing with my own bills, I'll have to get used to doing things away from you. And what's that supposed to mean? Well, Helen, now that I'm in charge of my own finances... I can't have you looking at them, can I? Otherwise, you might be tempted to help. Oh, don't worry about that. Now that you're doing it yourself, you won't need my help. I guess not. Although, it would be nice to get your input sometimes. Would it? Yes, in some ways. I've always been a bit envious of you, if I'm honest. Envious? Why is that? Well, having the know-how to do it all. But not enough know-how to notice a glaring mistake, eh? I didn't say that. You were thinking it. Hmm. Yes, hmm. Where do we go from here? Well, I guess it's about time I learned to deal with my own bills and stuff. If you'd help me, of course. Of course I will. But don't go getting lazy, will you? What do you mean? Well, one wrong move and kapow, you're in the red. Don't worry, I can handle it. We'll see. Hello? been listening to The Hudsons, with Jamie Dyer as Harry and Jane Grandel as Helen. Additional voices were provided by Pete Lutz. The music was by Kevin McLeod. This was brought to you by J. Dyer Productions. <laughs>